Welcome to Color Code Your Dog Food with Gail Pruitt, the podcast for good nutrition and wellness for your best friend. Gail Pruitt is a nutritionist and chef, a digestion consultant for people since 2001. She's researched dietary needs for canines since 2008. She's written two recipe books with easy steps to cook for people and pets all at once. Just dish some up for the dogs, then season for two-legged family. Look for Doggone Good Cookbook at Doggone Good Cuisine from St. Martin's Press, available on Amazon. And now, without further pause, here's Gail. Hi, I'm Gail Pruitt, a certified nutritionist, and welcome to our podcast, Color Code Your Dog Food. We talk about food and color and why colorful food and variety are so important to you and your dog. I love dogs. Well, cats, possums, raccoons, goats, or most any animal. I even love some humans. I'm kidding. I like almost everybody. This is all about loving your life and all good things. Love, laughter, and appreciation of what this life has to offer helps us to keep healthy. And my three mutketeers keep me laughing. Today, it's all about increasing our immune system with food and some supplements and what colorful foods can do to help increase you and your dog's immune system. So what color of foods do that? The answer is all of them. Yes, all of them. Red, yellow, blue, green with some orange and purple thrown in. However, saying that... The first, second, and third ingredient is not food. They are love, laughter, having a good time, and music. All the great food and exercise in the world will not make you healthy if you are not happy. Your immune system may be compromised, and that goes for your dogs too. Now, of course, food and exercise can help get you and your dog out of that funk. But you gotta be happy. Because it's so hot down here in Texas right now and in so many other areas, we don't go for the nice long walks like we usually do. But that's not stopping us. We have Dancing with the Dogs every afternoon. Casper likes easy listening and a little romantic music. He even likes C-SPAN, if you can get your head around that. Mimi gets down with old-time rock and roll, and Rambo goes disco with Get Down Tonight with KC and the Sunshine Band. Now, I have a question for Dr. Berger. We all know that 50% of all dogs over the age of 10 have cancer. Dr. Berger, can you shine some light on this subject for us? And now it's time for... Burger Bites, with our very own resident PhD, Dr. Robert Burger. Today we're going to talk about some mainstream causes of canine cancer. Cancer cells themselves are present in most of us at some time in our lives for both human as well as animals, and in the case we're talking about today, canine. The odds of us not at least having precancerous or fully intact cancer cells found somewhere in our bodies at any given time are fairly slim. Now, the best way to lower the chances and inhibit the onset of cancer or stop it from becoming a full-blown malignancy is to possess a well-functioning, powerful immune system. A strong immune system will enable the body to recognize, isolate, and destroy cells in the body that are foreign and potentially dangerous, which obviously includes cells that are either precancerous or actually cancer cells themselves. If cancer is considered an epidemic in humans, it's even more so in that of our canine companions. If one is to look at the history of cancer in dogs, you can be assured that it claims about one out of every three, you know, 33% or higher. Now, dogs that live to seven years or older 
have about a 50% chance of being diagnosed with cancer, and some breeds show an even higher incidence. So, for instance, golden retrievers. You know that golden retrievers have about a 60% chance of that breed that will die of cancer. So you have the American Cancer Society, basically for the entire canine population, says that only about 10 to 15% of cancers in dogs are due to genetics. The other 85 to 90% is due to many other factors, especially environmental and dietary ones. Now, remember that dogs live their lives lower to the ground than humans do. And what this means is that they are more subject to the effects of toxins and chemicals that are heavier than air and fall to the ground. Then they breathe these toxins and chemicals in or absorb them through their skin. Now, some examples of this are cigarette smoke, industrial fumes, bar exhaust, smog. These are the things that humans are negatively affected by as well, but in dogs, they're even more so affected by them. Now, also remember that dogs are covered with fur, which attracts and holds airborne toxins and waste products, many times stronger than it would just skin alone. Another fact to note is that dogs don't sweat through their skin. They do through their lungs and mouths, and that's very important because that means that many toxins have to be panted or exhaled out before or after they're metabolized by the liver. The panting and exhausting of these toxins can and do take a toll on the dog's health over time and will affect the lungs, esophagus, nasal passages, and all areas of the mouth, including the tongue and the gums. Now, there are numerous types of meat products that are found as part of a food or as the sole constituent of the canine diet that because of the nature of how a food source animal is fed or raised, for instance, livestock, may have elevated levels of steroids in their system. Now, these animals may have been given steroids to either increase their size or to combat inflammation or infection, or in many cases, produce or secrete their own amount of steroids prior to slaughter. Now, these steroids, whether they be anabolic or anti-inflammatory, such as corticosteroids, for instance, can do harm to a dog if present in his or her food over a period of time. Now, these steroids, when present, have been linked to specific cancers in dogs. Many dog foods have an abundant amount of fat in them, and we're going to talk about fat and carbohydrates and how they can cause cancer in canines in a future podcast episode. That's today's Burger Bites, brought to you by Color Code Your Dog Food. Be sure to leave your own question for Dr. Burger on the contact page at colorcodeyourdogfood.com. Gail? Thank you, Dr. Burger. That is such an important issue for all of us that love our dogs. Well, maybe we love all dogs, not just ours. Please go into more detail on our next episode. Love the blooming flowers and trees, but challenged by the pollen? Help ease seasonal issues like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes by supporting a healthy immune response right at the source, your digestive tract. Your immune system and digestive tract are completely integrated systems in your body. If your immune system views pollen as a dangerous invader, it can incite all those unpleasant sensitivities. Over 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, and they all depend on a healthy probiotic population to stay in balance and function at their peak. 
Dr. Fred Pescatore, a New York City physician and best-selling author on allergies, names Dr. O'Hara's probiotics as a top-tier defense in the management of seasonal sensitivities. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, backed by over 35 years of research, is the help your immune system needs. Try it for yourself and enjoy the outdoors again. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers nationwide. Dr. O'Hara's products are the best. They really are. Now, when I'm working, I turn on light classical music and my little stinkers calm down and sleep. Then a little later, we play a game called Treat Toss. It's really more like an Easter egg hunt. I hide dehydrated treats that I make around the house and they find them. But let's get to the cooked food first. We'll go to the raw food later. The cooked food that are so good for eyes may also help with cancer prevention, like roasted tomatoes and bell peppers and sweet peppers, pumpkin, butternut squash, and carrots. Cooking helps break down the cell walls of these foods so we in our canine bodies are able to utilize more of the nutrients. According to the National Institute of Health, many studies have shown that high intake and high blood levels of these foods and the nutrients, lycopene and lutein and zeanthin, may be associated with lower risk of occurrence of various malignant tumors, including non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, cervical, esophagus, stomach, lung, and breast. All the studies about lycopene in head and neck cancers confirm its anti-cancer activity. The levels of lycopene were associated with helping to prevent mortality in these cancers. In other words, these nutrients were really helpful. The foods that are rich in carotenoids, let's think orange, like carrots, acorn squash, butternut squash, sweet potato, and pumpkin. There's more, by the way. As little as two servings a day of these carotenoids have been shown to help reduce the risk of breast cancer, lung cancer, and ovarian cancer. Well, what about celery? Celery has been shown to increase the anti-cancer effects of the chemotherapy drug Toxol. Celery consumption has been found to be associated with lower risk of lung, ovarian, gastric, and colorectal cancers in population studies. Now, I like to puree celery with cucumbers and pour it over the dog's food, at least part of it. I drink most of it. According to an article in the International Journal of Health Services, cucumbers may help prevent cancer by stopping cancer cells from reproducing. Okay, what about old slimy okra? Well, studies using concentrated compounds from okra show they inhibit the growth of cancer cells up to 63%. Further research is needed for definite proof of okra's cancer-blocking properties. But that's not all. The polyphenols in okra decrease your risk of heart problems and stroke by preventing blood clots and reducing free radical damage. The antioxidants in okra may also benefit your brain by reducing brain inflammation. The thick gel-like substance found in okra can bind with cholesterol during digestion so it passes from the body. An eight-week study conducted on mice showed lower blood cholesterol levels after they were fed high-fat diets containing okra powder. Various studies have shown okra may help control blood sugar levels. Research believe okra may help prevent sugar from being absorbed during the digestion process. So love okra, give it to your dogs in small amounts, but go with the lightly steamed version, not fried, okay? Now we may later on go fried in the air fryer. I've got some recipes and we'll, we'll talk about that at a different time. I have a little stew recipe I make using most of these immune supportive ingredients. I make the stew canine friendly. I then portion it out for the greedy little mouths of the three mutketeers. 
Then for the humans in the family, my son, myself, and maybe a neighbor or two, I add onions and seasonings for us humans. The information in this podcast is important, so recipes will be on the website, colorcodeyourdogfood.com. Ah, you're in for a treat, because it's time for another animal tale. And we won't even make you beg. Now, a little story, only one today, then a word from Essential Formula. On an earlier episode, we talked about Hitchhiker. I had met him in New Mexico, and he hitched a ride with me. Well, I'm not really sure what Hitchhiker really was. I was told he was a coy dog, a half Cody and half feral dog, then a Mexican wolf dog. And after looking at pictures of a Mexican wolf dog, I believe that's what he probably was, but just not sure he was so special. He was smart, much smarter than I was. You've all heard the saying, God helps those that can't help themselves. I do believe that's true. This time, help came in the shape of a Mexican wolf dog named Hitchhiker. On one of the episodes, I explained how Hitchhiker got his name. He tricked me into letting him hitch a ride, and he never left. Thank goodness. I lived in the Chihuahuan Desert with four horses. At times, I had six. I kept two for a friend on occasion. Twelve milk goats and a Hitchhiker. One afternoon, I was taking a nap outside on my outdoor sofa. It's really high end, by the way, that sofa. It was the back seat of an old crew cab truck. I awoke with teeth close to my face and a low growl. It was Hitchhiker, and all his black hair was standing straight up. My first thought was, he's rabid, and I'm dead. His growling got louder. He came closer to my face, and all I could see were his white, razor-sharp teeth. My arm was down, and my hand was on the ground. And about three inches from my hand was a southwestern coral snake, first cousin to a cobra. Venom, 20 times more toxic than a rattlesnake's venom. I jumped up, and the coral snake slithered under the holiday rambler. I knew Hitchhiker saved me. I tried to put my arms around him to thank him. He turned his back on me. He wouldn't even look at me. I knew he was totally disgusted. From then on, Hitchhiker would not let me even go to the store alone. One day, I was going to the White's General Store, and Hitchhiker was not around. As I was driving around, a large boulder something flew through my back window. It was Hitchhiker, and he fussed at me the whole way to the store. That was in the early 80s, and there is not a day that goes by I don't think of this wonderful, intelligent being. Be proactive. Sure, you take your daily vitamins, but do you replenish the glutathione levels in your body as part of your long-term health strategy? Glutathione is our body's primary antioxidant. It is unique in its ability to repair and rebuild cellular damage caused by free radicals, exposure to environmental toxins, and the aging process. As we age, our levels decrease, making it important to continually boost our glutathione levels. Why is RegActive so groundbreaking and so important? Backed by over 20 years of published research, RegActive products contain ME3, a patented probiotic delivery system which carries glutathione past our stomach acids and into our bodies, stimulating our own body's production of glutathione. It's a paradigm-changing approach to health and anti-aging wellness. Join our family today. Our RegActive family of glutathione-producing supplements, liver and detox, cardio wellness, and immune and vitality. Be proactive. Choose RegActive. Available at natural health retailers nationwide. Well, welcome back. Now, I want to talk about Casper today. Casper will be turning 18 this coming October. He became totally blind this last year. He is pure white and has always had some genetic issues. It's that white dog thing. After becoming completely blind, his personality changed. He became disoriented. I believe he was depressed and unsure of himself. 
He was easily startled. Casper started going around in circles. He had never had an accident in the house before, but he started going anywhere and wherever he was. I had to be on the alert. I started taking him outside every couple of hours. In the past, he would let me know loudly when he wanted to go outside to do his business, but that had stopped. About four months ago, I thought I would try a product that only had been used for humans. There had been no studies on dogs at all, and it was the Rouge Active Cardio Wellness ME3. I'm not advocating for anybody to give this supplement to their dogs or cats, but for me, I looked at the ingredients and couldn't see any problems with any of them except possibly the probiotic. The ME3 probiotic is not a gut probiotic. This one's different. The ME3 probiotic was isolated in 1995 in Estonia. What it does, once it's in the gut, it produces glutathione. I have been taking this product for about five years and I love it. Essential Formulas are the manufacturers in the U.S. I started giving all my dogs small amounts of the Rejective Cardio Wellness that has the ME3 probiotic in it about four months ago. Cardio Wellness has small amounts of B1, B5, B6, B12, and coenzyme Q10 and N-acetylcysteine. I love this product. All the ingredients except the ME3 are great for dogs and humans, but the ME3 probiotic may be great for dogs too. We just don't know that yet. This product has not been studied with canines, at least not now. So the only thing I was concerned about was the ME3 probiotic because there has been no canine studies. However, if it does produce glutathione in dogs, that would be wonderful because glutathione is your master antioxidant, a powerful antioxidant that can benefit both dogs and cats in numerous ways. It supports the immune system, promotes healthy liver function, aids in healthy inflammatory response in the body, supports eye health, promotes healthy skin and coat, and supports cardiovascular health. I really couldn't see any real problem with the cardio wellness for my senior dogs. So I thought I would only use one-fourth of a dose for all three of my dogs. So just so you understand, I took one-fourth of a human dose and divided it three ways. I added to that 100 milligrams of vitamin C for each dog. This is what happened. I started noticing a difference in Casper in about three months. He can now follow my voice. He tries to let me know when he wants to go outside. He has become more interactive with the other dogs. And when a human he likes, now he doesn't like just everybody, but when a human he likes comes over, he insists on a belly rub. I'm very happy about that. Casper is back to smiling and wagging his tail. But that's not all. When my precious Rambo, a little nine-pound Yorkie, came into my life last October, he had huge cysts. When he was last groomed, one of the cysts was very large. It looked like a small chicken egg. After four months taking cardio wellness, Rambo still has a couple of cysts, but you have to search for them. They are really small. He also eats pretty darn good, too, and I'm going to take some credit for that. I'm very happy with this product for my son and my three dogs and me. Always, when you try a new food or supplement for you or your dog, please check with your physician and your veterinarian. I'm hoping in the near future, canine studies will be done for the ME3 probiotic. I believe it will be revolutionary. Our whole household, dogs included, take Dr. O'Hara's every night at 7 o'clock. The Dr. O'Hara probiotics are the best. The dogs, Mimi and Casper, have been taking them for 16 years. And now my Rambo is a big fan. That does it for us today. Next week, part two on increasing your immune system. Now kiss that canine of yours for me and remember to color code your dog food. Much love and kisses to you, Alta, wherever you are. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Color Code Your Dog Food with Gail Pruitt. Dogs are a part of the family. 
So treat them like one at mealtime. Working dog, service dog, or just a lap-sitting mutt, if you want to give them long life and good health, join us next time for tips, recipes, product recommendations, stories, and a whole lot of tail-wagging fun. And don't forget to visit ColorCodeYourDogFood.com. Get the latest recipes, catch up on pet news on our blog, and submit your own story for animal anecdotes. Sure, dogs rule, but we want to hear about your cats, birds, lizards, fish, and more. Any companion you love, we love to hear fun stories. The sillier, the better. Hey, you've got a dog in this hunt. So join us next time for Color Code Your Dog Food and color your dog healthy.